What is Jesus's last name? Okay, today last names associate you with a particular family. They give you something that distinguishes yourself from others who, who also have your first name. And it tells others what family that you belong to. Um, but back in Jesus's time, family names were more important because they, they gave a lot more information about who the person is um, and where they came from. It was a bigger deal because families were more recognized by their last names. Um, and so you, if you were associated with a particular family, um, people knew that. And so last names had a lot of meaning. So what was Jesus's last name? Um, Jesus had many last names. He was called the Christ, the Son of Man, the Prince of Peace, the Lion of Judah, the Alpha and Omega, and many more. But does anybody know the the last last name that Jesus calls himself? Does anybody know what that is? Um, this is the very last title, which gives, you know, a lot of meaning to who Jesus is and to who we think that he is. The last name that he gives to us um, for us to remember him by is found in Revelation 22, verse 16. In this verse, Jesus says, I, Jesus, have sent my angel to give you this testimony for the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David, the bright and morning star. And before we get into this message any further, um, let's pray together so we can prepare our hearts for this message. Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for these students who come each week to hear your word um, and to gather together in community with one another. Um, please bless this time and let it be impactful in our hearts and let us um, find the community and fellowship that we need during this time of social distancing. So in your name we pray. Amen. This message is largely based upon a sermon given by Brian Chapel. It's called his sermon is called "What's in a Name." It's a great sermon. If you want to look it up, I encourage you to look it up. Um, this message is largely based on his sermon. So, based on Revelation twenty-two verse sixteen, this is the last chapter of the Bible. Um, Jesus calls himself the bright morning star. What does that even mean? What does that mean, the bright morning star? Well, first, let's consider what is a star in simple terms. During the night, the stars come out as a little light in the night sky. But they come out at night, but they don't really go away during the day. We just can't see them because it's light outside. You can't see the glimmer of a star unless it is dark outside. This is so different from how things are usually affected by darkness. I mean, think about it. Have you ever been in a place that is so dark that you can't even see your hand right in front of your face? Have you ever been there before? I know I have, like, camping, um, or even just, like, in a dark room with no lights on. Have you ever been in a dark place that's so dark that as hard as you try, you can't even see your hand six inches from your face? Stars, in contrast, work the opposite way. When there's light, we don't see the stars but the darker the night is, the brighter the stars shine. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright and morning star. This is what Jesus calls himself. He says he's a star. This title that Jesus claims at the very end of the Bible is one of great hope to those in darkness. Um, and guys, let's face it. Because of the fall and the effect of sin on the world, we live in a world that's now characterized by darkness. And now more than ever, this world feels dark, depressing, and even evil. 
Though some restrictions are loosening for social distancing, we're still unable to meet together to see our friends, to participate in sports or choir or theater um, or all sorts of other activities. And we even miss going to school. You know, like that's tough. When you're missing going to school, you know you're missing people. You know, it's a dark time right now. Additionally, there's more problems facing each of us than just the effects of COVID-19 and social distancing. Because our world is frustrated and sad because of the loss of loved ones or because of financial difficulty um, that is the result of governments and managing the situation. It seems as though our troubles are multiplied. In the midst of this pandemic, evil people continue to do evil things. In fact, I would argue that there's more opportunity and motive than ever to do evil things. Restless and frustration boil over inside of people, and the result is that it's taken out against those around us. I mean, think of child abusers stuck in their homes with the children that they abuse, and those children unable to get out of the house. They don't even go to school anymore. They're stuck in the home with their abusers. Um, the same happens with spouses. Um, there's a lot of domestic abuse going on right now because of what all is happening. Um, and there's just no escape. Uh, and maybe this doesn't describe you. If it doesn't, then you can at least acknowledge that others are not so fortunate. The newest act of evil, which saddens the hearts of many today, is the tragic death of Ahmad Arbery, who it appears that he was murdered in a racially motivated altercation. Um, and we don't know all the facts around this just yet. But the fact remains that evil and its effects are abundant all around us. And in this case, it, it resulted in the death of a person. Based on talking with a lot of y'all over the last few weeks, I know that many of you can relate to this kind of evil and tragedy and hurt in a very personal way. Um, so I think, it's, I think it's safe to say that we are living in a dark world during a dark time right now. And it's okay to admit that. And it's okay to bring our grievances to God as well. It's okay to admit that there is darkness around us. Um, but we have a common saying today. You've probably heard it before. Um, it goes like this. It says, it's always darkest before the dawn. I don't know if this is factually true, but I do know that the darker it is, the brighter the stars shine. And though we live in a dark world right now, Jesus shines bright. And Jesus is our self-proclaimed bright morning star. He claims that in the verse we read. He's our morning star. In the darkness, he shines. Um, and you see, that despite how dark the world around us may seem, we have the hope of our never-fading light. I don't know if y'all know this poem at all by Dylan Thomas. Um, probably y'all will recognize this line. Um, Dylan Thomas writes, Rage, rage against the dying of the light. Um, many of y'all may be able to recognize this poem. Um, it's about fighting against death. But our morning star promises that light will not die. Though Dylan Thomas, you know, encourages us to rage, rage against the dying of the light, our morning star does not die. His light never goes out. Um, and not only is it a faint little light, but the darker things are, the more brightly he, sh he seems to shine. Now, the purpose in, in talking about this, this last name or title of Jesus as our bright morning star is, is twofold. The first 
The first reason that it's good to remember him as our morning star is that it provides us a message of hope and comfort. No matter what the darkness is that surrounds us, the light that he provides will not be overcome. Uh, He is a steady light that never goes out and leads us to the morning again. Um, At the end of the day, you know, we're going to have trouble. There's going to be darkness, but his light will lead us through to the morning. Um, And even at the end of our lives, when we sit in our beds at 178 years old, attached to all the machines that are keeping us alive way longer than we should be able to be, um, eventually those machines are are not going to be able to keep us alive and we'll begin to fall into darkness of death and the light of our eyes will fade and we'll die. But the light of our morning star does not go out. Even on that day when we come, we will come face to face with this star, with Jesus, and his glory will shine fully upon our faces. Not even death can take this light away from us, and nor is it taken away in, in life. Um, despite the dark world around us, um, he is our morning star and he shines brighter than ever. So the first message is a message of hope and comfort and encouragement. And the second um, purpose for this message is for us to look Look for the light and how it shines in the midst of the darkness of this world. Um, Especially now, God is at work in the hearts of those around us. The sadness and despair that describes our world right now, it actually serves as a tool that God uses to lead people to himself. This This is not a call for us to minimize the real suffering of people and what they're experiencing right now. We're not minimizing anything. Uh, But rather, it's a call for us to submit ourselves to God to be used as a tool for spreading the light of Jesus. This light is much needed today amidst the darkness and is often accepted with an open heart today. So don't let the darkness you see around us discourage you from seeing and being a part of the active work of God in the hearts of many. Jesus, our morning star, shines bright in the darkness And our world is in a position to see him more clearly than ever. So what are we going to do about it? Um, The idea here is that even though it's easy for us to be discouraged and to despair in this dark world right now, Jesus shines bright. Um, And that ought to be a message of hope for us, but also is a message for us to see the active work of God around us. Um, It's easy to just think that everything's bad right now. Um, But God uses even this time. In the darkest times, that's when the stars shine brightest. And Jesus is our morning star. So we should be able to see his light. And we should be able to actively want to be a part of this light. So what what are we going to do about it? Are we going to... I mean, obviously right now there's still social distancing going on. So it's hard to really engage with people easily right now. But as we re-enter the world, it's something to think about. People are very discouraged. People are hurting. Um, People are struggling right now. Um, Whether it's due to only COVID-19 related things or the effects of COVID-19 on the other struggles of their life. Um, They're going to come out of this beaten down. They're going to come out of this and re-enter the world discouraged and full of despair. And during those times, we have an opportunity to be the light of Jesus, to show the light of Jesus to those who need it. 
Um, when we, when people are surrounded by this kind of darkness that's in our world right now for so long, they'll walk out of it more open to the light than ever before. So it's something to think about as we enter this world. How can you be a part of spreading the light and the hope that is found in Jesus to the world? Because um, they're, they're receptive to it right now. Um, there's a lot of pain and suffering in the world, but there's also a lot of active work of God in the world as well. Let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you for this day once again. Um, I just thank you that even during this time um, that is very difficult for many people, that we can have hope and be encouraged um, that you are at work and that you are still with us. Um, and we know, Lord, that you are the light that shines even in the darkest hour. And that even right now, as we, as we are struggling with the effects of COVID-19, as there are deaths around us and there are um, a lot of social, um, social distancing that's causing a lot of just discouragement and depression and darkness, um, right now you are our light. You are our only light maybe. Um, but that light is sufficient and it's brighter than ever, even in this dark hour. And we pray that we can be used by you to spread this light to others who are in need of it. So in your name we pray. Amen.